everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Abracadabod. It's been a couple weeks. Actually, it's been longer than a couple weeks. Everybody's been busy. It has been Feels busy like time, How which is good, doing? which means things are picking up, right? Everybody's getting busy. Everybody's going back to work. Everyone's getting uh, their nose swabbed. Yeah. We've, we've, oh man, I had a test today. So many nose jabbies. I got tested today too. I got like this one and this guy just, you know, normally when you get the nose swab, they stick it in the back of there. They oh, kind of yeah, hit feels the like thing it and twist it around eyeballs, and come dude, back. Yeah, worst. it makes your eyes water. This guy hit the back and just kept twisting <laughs> oh, for dude. like 10. I and had, I was like trying not to lose my cool. But I had I a was similar experience just, to this morning. So I was I drive into Hollywood to go get my test today. It was early. But anyway, the last like bunch of tests I've had, they swab your mouth and then your nostrils. You mm. guys had that? Like the double swab? Mm-mm. Could be like China where they, you know. They do the rectal oh, yeah, test. Do, do right after your They do the what? They the do a rectal test? test. I saw that, yeah. like, oh. I, I read in the news that the Japan, like, someone from Japan was, like, telling China, like, you can't be anally testing our citizens. Because <laughs> <laughs> when they were traveling over there, China test. was doing anal testing. <laughs> and Japan was like, no, no. JB's over there booking his flight to China right now. Uh, don't <laughs> He's got his the mouth gag packed away. Yeah, yeah, I exactly. look like one of those cats, you know, yeah. the cat that's just yeah. like, oh yeah, yep, the that's gift. what I'm doing right now. Yo, so I I walk into this place today. So I've been I've been having like this a mouth swab and then the nose. So I like get there and she you know she takes my information or whatever. She's like, okay, let me have you put it in your mouth. And I immediately just open my mouth because I'm that's what I'm expecting. And she's just staring at me with like the fucking Q-tip, just looking at me like, <laughs> and I'm like with my mouth open like yes, and she's like. I only swab your nostrils. I was like, "Oh, okay, sorry." I mean, it was it was a little embarrassing. But I've had so many like, people right. give me tests now, and they all do it different ways. You get the people who don't. They like, I swear to God, they don't even put it in your nose, and you're like, "Well, mm-hmm. that's yeah. definitely negative." And yeah, then there's exactly. the people who act, shove it all the like way back there, you know, trying to kill a vampire with a stake inside of your brain. <laughs> there, exploration <laughs> of the nose cave. It's bad news, man. But the good thing about it, though, it, it, as much as I hate to say it, it's bringing some sort of normalcy to it. And it's one of the reasons why we haven't been recording, because we have been super busy. Things are picking back up in the industry and all that good stuff. But it is good to be back. I spent a lot of time home. And uh, now I'm ready to, you know, I'm ready to get back at it again. Yeah, both you guys are on the road. I got back at it, and I'm ready to stop getting back at it already. <laughs> <laughs> I've been away from That's my family. That's the hardest thing. I've, I've been away for two weeks already, and I've been working, and I'm just, I'm over it. I'm ready to go back. I mean, I like working, but. Well, speaking of um, exploration of the nose hole, what do you guys think about that, uh, the old Mars rover? I know it's been a little bit, but, I mean, we have to talk about this thing. It's pretty incredible, dude. Did you hear, did you hear the audio recordings from up there? Yeah, the little yeah it's pretty it's pretty it was, dope <laughs> I mean, it, it, here's the thing though it is kind of funny because it's like we've got this audio and i'm like expecting to hear aliens something like <laughs> a tree it falling was, in the it woods it was george jetson he was like <laughs> yeah george it just, <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty insane if you think about it but no it is but it is funny because it's like you hear it and it's like and then the guy comes up and he goes guys there's dust storms on Mars. <laughs> <laughs> no, it looks incredible. It, it honestly like looks just like that movie, The Martian. Yeah, it's like wow, this is crazy. Well, you no, know, it's, it's pretty cool. You know, what's crazy is that the first rover landed on Mars in in like 1976 or something. 
Right. Was that, and then they finally lost contact with it at how long ago? I don't remember when they lost contact, but that no, but is the insane last one, to think about. The more, most recent one did, right? They never retrieved it, though, The did first they? flyby no, of Mars was there. in 1964 or something, or 1967 or something. That's crazy. How the fuck? <laughs> I mean... Think about how hard it is to do our, how hard it would be to do our jobs without cell phones and laptops and computers and stuff. And think about sending a goddamn rover and landing it on Mars. Yeah. And the other thing, too, is it takes what? It takes like seven months to get this thing up there. So almost like three quarters of a year, right? Yeah. Basically close Damn. to. Yeah. Seven months. And then how, with the technology that we have now, do you know like how long it, if they're like, hey, go left, how long it takes? For it to go left, it's still like a decent amount of time, right? It's not automatic. You're you're uh, you're speaking above my pay grade, bud. Yeah, same. I do a podcast called Abracadad Bud. I'm I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a uh, I'm not sending any spacecraft to Mars, if you know what I mean. No, I do think that one of the coolest things oh, I saw though God. was the the photographs of the sunsets. Have you? Uh, I don't no, know. I, I, I've, I have not, I've been no. like I've been seeing a few on my uh, on my newsfeed so i'm i am kind of a space nerd i don't dive too deep you know i'm always adult swimming in the space exploration and like my pool yeah my pool floaty and in the pool but um no the crazy thing is they've been showing these uh the sunsets from there and they're actually like reversed because of all the red on the ground and all the dust like from the rust oxide and stuff it actually eats up all that color and it's like revert it's like blue it's oh, a blue sunset, which is really, really cool. Whoa. I want to yeah. check that out. I didn't know. I haven't seen yeah, that yet. That's if you cool. do get a chance to check it out, because it's 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 crazy because the properties are different. Like we have the reflections of the water, the blue, so everything coming in, we see more of the oranges and pink. And it's like I guess it's it's the reverse of it um on Mars because of all the the, the red oxide and all rust oxide and all that kind of stuff. It's pretty cool. Well, they That's said by the end of this decade they're gonna be able to bring those samples back that the thing is collecting. So also you know the coolest part about the rover that's up up there right now is that it took a little helicopter with it. And what do you mean oh, like yeah, a drone? That's right. It like did. A, yeah like a little drone helicopter that no. it's releasing so that they can test air travel on Mars. And so they can see what flight is like on Mars. And so they can like document more space or whatever. So they're going to be flying something around up there. It's pretty crazy. On top of that, that's crazy. Well, but also by the end of this decade, they're going to, it's like drilling little holes down into the ground, like three meters deep. And it's pulling up samples because it's, it landed in a dry riverbed. So it's seeing if it finds any evidence of life up there. We might find out that Martians are real. I saw these photos. The, the thing that blew my mind is so there's been, you know, there's been like several rovers that have landed on Mars now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, like 10 and so something. they were showing these pictures. And the crazy thing is the thing that blows my mind the most is the, the photos that look like water has been there before. You know what I mean? Oh, it's definitely water. See, like the erosion. You can see the erosion. It almost looks like the Grand Canyon type of thing. Oh, that's yeah. cool. It's unreal. Right where it's at right now, it's an old dry river or lake bed or something. And you can see the okay. actual shores of it. Like where the edges right. of the water. Yeah, that's what crazy. I'm saying. Yeah. And now they're down in it because they had photos of it up above. So okay, here's the here's the thing though. With all the this this exploration of space, we had Space Force. Space Force. And then we had um stuff like that. I just feel like there's a song. I don't know if you guys know that's that that Tom Waits song. Um, what's he building in there? Mm -mm. It's just like crunching around. It's what's he building in there? But anyway, 
why do you think what is what is this new fascination with with space travel? I mean, do you think that they're just doing maybe because minerals? we're destroying our own planet? Right. <laughs> Did you see the space hotel that's supposed to be open in 2027? That's what I wanted to get at. Let's talk about living on another planet. No, We've this isn't this isn't a Mars. plant. This isn't a plant. This is like a floating space like ship that you can Wait. go to and stay in a hotel and it's they want it to be fully operational by 2027. I'd do it. What like in five more years? Be fucking awesome. No, six more years. Jesus six, Christ, there's six, my math. Six more years. There's a photo of this like space hotel, dude. It's like a big. It looks like something out of Star Wars. It's like this big circle with all these little pods. It looks like a gigantic space donut, and it has all these. <laughs> I little, want that. It has all these little pods that have like are like little mini hotel rooms that you stay in in space. Sounds awesome. I wonder so how much here's that the would question: cost. Are you you do is this happening because people are just like fuck it? I've been everywhere in the world on my private plane. I've done everything. Like space is just the next frontier. I mean, it's just the obvious thing. I think once technology gets good enough, the obvious thing is to just check out what's out there. You know? Yeah, I mean, there's like there's all sorts of people that are interested in that that are willing to go do those things you know it sounds like that's Mitch my would favorite bezos is like i got so much money i'm just gonna make rockets let's go to outer space yeah he's been saying that for, well not bezos but what's the, what's the dude the virgin america guy the guy who owns virgin richard bronson uh, yeah that's it. he's been saying he's, he's he said he was gonna be doing that a long time ago he's been talking about going to space so it's like Elon was saying, I was listening to him in a podcast recently, and he was like, you know, the survival of our species depends on being multi-planet, being a multi-planet species. Like, eventually oh, something's going to happen to this planet, you know? Well, did you see uh, the government, like, declassified all those UFO sightings and stuff? Like, oh, yeah. What? Like there's, last year? There's, there's basically, like, no debate anymore that there isn't another life form, I think. But here's the deal. All right, you got a choice though. I got a ticket for you guys. There's places being developed both in on the moon and Mars, and you have your choice. Which one do you pick? Moon. It's closer to the Earth, dude. The moon for <laughs> it sure. It doesn't take you seven months to get there. That's an easy choice. Eric, what are you, what are you saying? Moon, hundred percent. Really? Yeah. Well, the moon wow. because I can just hop up there and come back. I'm not stuck <laughs> on a like once you go to Mars too, it's not like you can go seven months or you can get halfway and go, Well, I'm turning around. You know, it's like you've gotta do it exactly at the right time so you catch orb the proper orbit. And then once you get there, you have to wait until Mars and Earth are close enough again together again to do it. Or it take you just can't so you get out there, some shit happens. You're on your own, buddy. And they said being on Mars is gonna be you know how miserable is going to be you're not going to be able to be outside you're either going to have to be underground or in crazy space stations the whole time why is it because it's too cold yeah it's or too hot everything about the atmosphere is wait hold on help me out but, help me out here is mars is after the moon after us yeah mars is cold it's further away so it's colder right it's cold and uh and the atmosphere is just like uninhabitable but elon was saying that they could terraform it they just have to fix this is this shit is crazy this is when you know that you're a madman and a genius he was talking about in order to terraform it they have to basically create a false atmosphere or have to create an atmosphere i'm going to sound so stupid just even saying what he was saying but because i'm not going to know what i'm talking about but he was talking no, about they have, to, they have to create an atmosphere and in order to do it they have to create a sun basically to warm the planet up and he's like 
there's a bunch of different ways you could do it. He's like, you could be exploding nuclear devices in the atmosphere above the planet, like constantly, <laughs> or that's crazy. Like, that there's all these safe. different things, but basically, you have to create false suns in order to warm the planet up, so you can start what about terraforming just like, it. You know, like in some people, like in ba- in their bathrooms, they I'll have the heated here, floors right, right on Earth. Yeah, why don't you just put heated floors in all of your places? You'd be just fine. Well, he said that's another thing you could do is try to heat up the planet itself, but, I mean, I don't know how you do that. No, nah, dude, you, all you got to do is heat up your kitchen. You'll be fine. <laughs> My choice would be, like, to be some sort of roughneck oil guy and get shot into space to go to a meteor and blow it into pieces uh- so it didn't hit Earth <laughs> and then save the world. I was going to say, and Bruce Willis is your best buddy. Yeah. Is me, Ben Affleck me, like your... Ben Affleck and- Ben Affleck would be me. Which Ben Affleck, like young, handsome, uh, asteroid, earth-saving Ben Affleck, or like standing outside smoking a cigarette, you know, in a loose sweater Ben Affleck? I will. I would say I feel like <laughs> the latter, but I choose to be hot, like hanging with Liv Tyler, Ben Affleck. I'm down with that. I'm down. So you're the hot hanging with Liv Tyler going to the moon. Yeah, dude. Save the world. Oh, you know, that's the next NASA mission is landing on an asteroid. They plan to do that in 2024, I think, to land on an asteroid and take samples and come back. That's cool. It's pretty tight. I mean, what's the fucking point? To a certain extent, like, I love space. I love science. But, like, why? Why are we spending money on that stuff? You know what I mean? Like, really, we have to land on an asteroid? Because the next thing is once they figure out how to mine asteroids for certain things, you know, it's like that's going to be a big industry. You know it. Yeah, but here's the thing. I think it's like fishing, though, because, you know, an asteroid comes in, you're like, cool, we're just waiting for the next one. And then it comes through and it's from somewhere else. You know, it's really crazy. Did you guys hear about a Moa I think is how do you say it? A Moa Something like that. Did you guys hear about that? No, I don't no, even no. know what that, it's that the, is. I, I didn't even like, know you were speaking I, it sounds like you were, sounds, I thought you were Maui and Moana just now. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first interstellar object that has been tracked in our solar system. What is it? They don't know. The, the guy who's ahead of the astronomy department at Harvard thinks that it's extraterrestrial. Interesting. But everybody else says he's crazy. But it's... The first thing that's ever been tracked that's interstellar. It's not from our galaxy, and it's they found it or tracked it in our solar system. But the problem was they caught it. This is how crazy science is now. He, the, the, I was listening to the guy talk about. It. He said if they had caught it on the way in, that they could have sent a ship out to meet it and take like sent a camera out to take pictures of it. But because they caught it as, as it was leaving, they couldn't do that. But apparently, it was like faster and brighter and didn't have a cometary tail, and so it was all of these. Uh, exceptions to rules so it was like it was super abnormal so the harvard astronomy guy he's like i'm pretty sure it's extraterrestrial but a lot of people say it's not so who knows it's a trip it's more fun to believe it is i don't know sometimes it feels like it's kind of a big waste of money right i mean (laughs) i mean i think ocean x is i think the buck is going a little bit further on ocean x than than it is i feel like there's so many things we could do on this planet with that much money. You say that now until the super volcano in Yosemite goes off and life on planet Earth is uninhabitable and people are clamoring to get on Elon's Elon's fucking exploding rocket ships and uh, <laughs> shooting <laughs> nuclear suns You sound like a Mars. doomsday prepper. 
I know you do kind of, Mitch. You're kind of like, dude. I'm just letting you guys know. He's no, like, by the way, super. When, if anything when happens, all the come down to my basement. I have sixty five hundred <laughs> cans of food. You know, no, four hundred gallons of water. I don't want a doomsday prep. If doomsday happens, man, I want to go out in a blaze of, go- of blaze of glory. I don't want to be hiding in some basement. That I think what it's the gonna, opposite. What is what does a blaze of glory mean to you exactly? What are well, you going to do? Well, it depends on the you apocalypse. Go rob a liquor store. Or it depends what are you on the apocalypse. No, no, man. It's a zombie apocalypse. I'm going down fighting, bro. I'm going to be eating brains? I'm going to make it back to where I grew up, and I'm going to build an amazing fortress in the wilderness. And uh, I'm going to... I think I could make it pretty far, actually. But I don't want to, like... Like, if a nuclear bomb went off, man, I'd want to be in the blast zone. I don't want to be hanging out, getting radiation poisoning, you know, with no food to eat, and the sun blocked out by the nuclear dust and shit. You'd rather just go on to the next the next life. Yeah, I mean, I'd rather just fucking. She's you. You rip guys. The okay, here's the deal. We talked about <laughs> death last episode. Now this episode, Jonathan's doom no, dudes. No, but see, the, no space prepping. is space is not doomsday. Space is the opposite. Space is like the everything that's great about the human spirit and like the human like species. Like we want to explore and see what else is out there. It's why like people, you know got on boats and sailed off into places they had no idea existed to find new places to conquer and pillage. Can you, know you what I mean? imagine Mitch like in back, a Viking outfit? back in the South? No, like I, I, oh. I picture him in, in the zombie, the zombie apocalypse, like <laughs> Tom Hanks and Castaway. He just got like a little cloth over, <laughs> over his, over his ding dong. And he's out there just like hunting wild pigs, you know, with his fucking he's fortress. Got this, that like, he shitty lean out he's there. like, this yeah. is my fortress. Yeah. He's got his hand painted on a volleyball. It's just like a whole thing. He's got his hairs all long and shit. Shh. Hear that? There's boar in them woods. <laughs> boar in them woods. I see it too. But no, I do. I think, I think uh, it's, I mean, what, what sort of world do you want your kid to live in? One where there's just Earth. Earth or one where there's all sorts of possibilities of exploration going on out there? I mean, I think it would be interesting to have, you know, hey, we're going to the moon for the weekend, you know? I think that would be great, <laughs> you know? But, but also at the same wouldn't it, time... Wouldn't it be funny that you really go to the moon on your honeymoon? Hey. Oh... Hey, that's a, that's a couple of dad bad jokes thrown in the middle of the episode that haven't gone over very well. <laughs> I wasn't really joking about that, but like, where are you going on your honeymoon? Like the fucking moon. Uh, I'm going to the moon. I heard it's beautiful this time of year. No, I mean, be, dude, they just dope. give you like a jar of honey and send you to the moon. They're like, hey, congratulations. But do you know how expensive it's going to be to go do that? It's not going to be like a That's like, what I'm like, saying. Hey, man, we're just going to go to Vegas. Like, you know, an LA to, LA to Vegas flight costs you a hundred and something bucks. Whatever. It's not going to be like that. It's going to be something that's going to cost you thousands and thousands of dollars. Yeah, not I mean, way at first, more than that to like even. Uh, yeah, but event, like even even eventually, like the cost of sending something into space is massive. This is what I say. It's like TVs. You know, TVs used to be real expensive. But then you start making a bunch of them, and all of a sudden you can get them for, on sale for like 100 bucks. You know what I mean? Yeah, dog. But then you get that one that breaks down. You buy a Phillips. 
or like a, a <laughs> no, you, buy, you buy a you buy a magna box, <laughs> and the next thing you know, that shit breaks down. And you're then, like, I'm sure enough, it breaks down on your way to space. to space, and then you got a long way down, dude. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> you're Clark, you got a lot of time to think on that. You're Clark Griswolding it all the way to the moon and back. <laughs> you get In there, the family, the, the family moon truck is closed. <laughs> First one's here. Grandma dies First in the way. The moon is closed. <laughs> you let you, your dog's hanging in the back. I just see that though. It's like you you step out on Mars and you're like, this is awesome. And you're like, okay, there's nothing here. Who's gonna put Who's gonna put the first like bodega on the on on the moon? You know what I mean? It's like, hey, I want to ha- I want to I want a moon cheese and ham sandwich. That's also Everything's you're not, you're not flying somewhere to go like lay out on the beach and like hang out over a, <laughs> like over the water hut in like in Bora Bora or something. You know, you're no. going to a place that's just nothing but dirt, like red dirt everywhere. Like what? Like that doesn't even sound fun. I mean, the thing is, it's all the same thing. It's just a different view. It's a hundred percent interesting, and it, I I would think it would be amazing to see what it, what like the planets look like or what earth looks like from space. Yes. That sounds incredible. I've always had a thing for space just because, um, my dad was like a big time stargazer. So we had a deck and where we lived, there were, there was not a single light. You couldn't see a light as far as you looked. So you could see the Milky way. You could see it. Oh God, that's the, it was incredible. And my dad had a big telescope and he would just go sit out there on the deck and like listen to owls and coyotes and like watch the stars through his telescope. And then whenever it was a meteor shower. Did it was like a telescope that always stayed built? Oh, it was like a big boy, always built telescope. Those things are expensive, by the way, because we got Cooper wanted one for Christmas and we got him one and it's. (laughs) You were like, we took out a second mortgage on home. It's a Magnavox, okay? Yeah. Um, can you even see through all the smog? Uh, no. I mean, I mean, up here, so there's not as much smog. Not no, but Mitch, you were smog, saying so, still. like an always built, an always built kind of telescope. Dude, we used to go. We used to just watch stars at night. That's like we'd go sit out on the deck. What was like, it like out stars. on the porch or something? But we had like a deck out like across the yard by the, like the That's horse awesome. pasture, and so we would sit up there and watch stars. And whenever it was a meteor shower, you could see like. Hundreds of shooting stars some nights. It was incredible. And so I always wow, just was cool. fascinated by space. And then, you know, and then I've had my UFO experience. So, oh, you know, that makes me even more fascinated with uh, Don't the great tell beyond. people we're going to have to block this from being <laughs> aired or something, you know? No, but you did. Did you have a real UFO experience? I did. I had a very real UFO experience. And not like a crazy person in a tinfoil hat UFO experience, like a very real experience. Were you were you in the South when that happened? No, I was not. Where were you? I was at a uh, truck stop, Denny's. <laughs> oh Jesus! In New Mexico. Oh my God! Uh, I was about to see this. Okay, so this this leads into my next question. Why the fuck are they always in New Mexico? Right. And why aren't they dropping in fucking Manhattan? No. I don't understand. I actually, right. exactly. I actually was not. Right. In, I was not in New Mexico, and I was not at a truck stop Denny's. Um, that was an oh altogether God. I different you were experience. Serious. I was like, "Were you this on is drugs? How it starts, are you Mitch? on drugs right this now?" This is a dream. That experience was a different type of unidentified object. Um, <laughs> The uh, the UFO experience took place in a in a little place called the Great Sand Dunes National Park, oh, okay, at the base cool. of the Rocky Mountains in Southern Colorado. Colorado. Right? Yeah, yeah, and well, uh, that also goes along 
with my point. Well, it's near. It's near all of that shit. Like, like that's near all of the weird, you know, Area Fifty Ones and, and the Roswells all, all that, like, and all yeah, that. Yeah, I know. Should I just tell it? Shit, why not? I mean, if you, wanna, I mean, if you want to lose all 36 of our listeners, then sure. Yeah, I mean, they, I'm already hearing, even from space, they're turning this podcast I've got this so point. little respect left for me by anyone that I might as well just, like, you know, <laughs> go in and pull the plug, you know? I'm on life support over spit here. It is. My, <laughs> spit my water out. Beep. That's me right now. I'm, on a, I'm, I'm right, trying Mitch. to get the full beep. So it was, it was a dusty... Windy night on the sand dunes in southern Colorado. My pants were around my ankles, and I was in a phone booth at about 2 a.m. And uh, next thing I know... (laughs) I hope this is true. (laughs) No, so we were in the sand dunes, and we had been, like, hiking up on the sand dunes all day, which is beautiful, by the way. I highly recommend you go there. It's like a hidden gem. No one... Like, when you talk about national parks, hardly anyone has been there, but it's one of my favorite ones. So we were hiking on the sand dunes, and then at night we decided we were going to drive up into the Rockies and camp up in the Rockies. And we found this awesome spot by this river. And, I mean, no one around. There was no one at the park all day. We saw, like, a handful of people. And so there was no one around when we were up in the in the mountains by the river. And so we were camping, and we were all laying down on – we had our bags out in the field by the river – and we're just like staring at the stars, the three of us, and no booze. Like we were on a road trip, like a national park, just like, ayahuasca. No booze, yeah, kind of, no weed. Were you, were you on drugs? No, no booze, no weed, nothing. We've been sober for weeks. And uh, my friend, I don't know how he's an adult. Well, and had he, my friend had never seen a satellite, which I don't know how is possible. That's possible when you're in your, you know, twenties mid-twenties but he also just texted me the other day and said he ate his first fresh pineapple for the first time so obviously things come first firsts come late for my friend but he had never seen a satellite so we were telling him what a satellite was and we were like see there's a satellite it's that little blinking thing you know that's moving across the sky really slowly and he goes "Oh, okay cool you know like half an hour or so goes by and he goes oh look there's another satellite we looked and was like, oh, yeah, it is another satellite, just like this faint blinking light moving across the sky super far away. And then all of a sudden it starts to get closer and closer and closer. And we're all like really curious what's happening and gets closer. And then it looks like a plane. And I actually said, is that a plane landing? Because it got so bright and so close. And then it just stopped. Was it loud? No, you couldn't hear anything. How far away was this thing? Um, I mean, I don't know. How do you say how far away something is in the, in the sky? I don't know. Imagine uh, like eons. How eons are light years. How big was it? Or, I don't know. Like, uh, what's it called? Um, uh, what's Star Wars? Um, so you know how what's like it called? you parsecs. Oh, it was like twelve parsecs away. <laughs> it was twelve parsecs. <laughs> it was getting closer and closer. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you've ever been at night anywhere and you see a plane landing and it's like bright, you know, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. like it looked like that. It was really far away, like a satellite, and then all of a sudden it was bright, and it just stopped, and it wasn't moving anymore. And so then we were like, is it a helicopter? Like, what? what is this? Like, how is it just sitting there not moving? But it was just this light sitting there, and then all of a sudden it moved to the left slowly a little bit, and then it, and like, took off, man. And like, so fast, like, trail of light behind it almost. But it moved in opposite directions. It was the craziest thing I'd ever seen. I can't. There's. We sat there for. Was it like a. Was it like a saucer? You couldn't. I mean, it was night, so mm-hmm. it was nighttime. So all you could see was the light. Um. So I couldn't. Here's tell the you. questions: Do aliens use incandescent or LED bulbs? 
I mean, do you think that alien technology, like they're like, hey man, LED? I mean, I'm sure you wouldn't want to be changing the bulbs on the outside of your saucer every like few months. (laughs) So you're probably putting LEDs in those bad boys. Was the light a certain color at all? Uh, I don't recall the color specifically. I just remember it getting really bright and kind of like not strobing, but you know when a light's moving and it gets dimmer and brighter, you know? Yeah. It was kind of like that as it sat there. And it sat there for long enough that we were like, we were discussing this the whole time. Like it went from like, oh, yeah, it's a satellite. And then all of a sudden we were like, whoa, what the fuck? Is that a plane? Is it landing? Like that's getting so close. And then it just stopped and we were like, what? What the fuck? Is that a helicopter? How is it doing that? And then slowly it moved to the left and then it goes back to the right and it was gone. And we sat there dumbfounded for like an hour trying to figure out what had just happened to us. And then we were kind of scared to sleep in our tents that night. We were afraid we were going to get the old alien probe. (laughs) So you just probed each other? (laughs) Not that there's anything wrong with that. Hey, probing it out. Probing it out, bro. Probing it out. That's a trip, man. So did it make you, did it honestly make you think that like, hey, there is life out there. There is, there's something more than us. I mean, I am a crazy person, but I'm not like, I'm not like a crazy conspiracy theorist like QAnon or anything, you know? To me, it was like, one of two things is happening here. Either this is, it was definitely a UFO. There's nothing, we sat there for so long trying to figure out anything it could possibly be. And there's no scenario that it could be that far away, that close, move that fast, that, you know, like it just, there's nothing. So it's either an extraterrestrial, which who knows? I don't fucking know. Or it's like some government thing, you know, some new technology that no one knows about. Because it wasn't a plane, it wasn't a helicopter, it wasn't some air balloon. So, you know, it was something weird. Is there a, was there a military air base near there, by chance? Pro- I mean, probably. Southern, Calif- or Southern Colorado, I imagine there's something around there. But, I mean, it, what, it, didn't, it wasn't a jet, you know? It didn't I know w- what it was. It was a stealth bomber. <laughs> Those things are cool, too. I love them. It was really creepy. I will tell you this, though. It was very creepy. Like, we were creeped out. I feel like most UFO sightings and stuff happen in New Mexico near Roswell. And isn't that, isn't there like a military air base in New Mexico that like happens around too? So interesting. Not saying that like the government is like doing that or anything. I'm not saying that. Like, I'm I'm also not a crazy conspiracy theorist either. I am. But have we checked (laughs) the water? I think there's something in the water that's that has slight hallucinogenics in it in in New Mexico. It's a lot of empty land with a lot of pipe to run through. You know what I mean? People are just dropping tabs every once in a while. People oh are seeing God. crazy shit. That's Look at it. this. Ooh, a peyote. Ooh, a peyote. Ooh, <laughs> a peyote. <laughs> I will say though, it is a trip. And Eric, you were talking about it. I do think the crazy desert towns. There's something about the desert that does drive people somewhat mad. I think the deep, deep woods and then just the middle of buttfuck nowhere desert, people <laughs> it's start iso- to lose It's their isolation, minds. man. You go yeah, any, anyone isolated the, the, anywhere. The desert, some anywhere. people that are on their own. They're, they're on a, a different level. They got guys. a ton of like and topaz and, and, and turquoise jewelry. As soon as you see that, you know that that person has seen. Dusty old pair of wranglers. Yeah, you look at that guy, you're like, that guy definitely fornicates. <laughs> that I guy love the edited fornicates. dad language. <laughs> that guy fornicates. That was the joke. Speaking of fornicate, would you fornicate with an alien if you had the opportunity? <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. 
Can you tell we have nothing to talk about tonight? For two oh, years on God. this podcast, I've been waiting for somebody to ask you this question. And <laughs> this is what Abracadad has all come to. It's all been for this question. Here we go. Can you hear my knuckles crack? I'm ready to go. <laughs> Would you cheat on your wife if it was to have to fornicate with an alien and have a half alien child? And Sounds here's the question exactly too: like is, it, question. is it is it a, is it a is, is is a universe pass instead of a hall pass? Is that what you call it? <laughs> like, do you get the universe pass? It's the Milky Way pass. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh God, God! It's the Big Dipper. Hey, I'm uh, just gonna get my get out a Big Dipper free card. Um, gonna take that Big Dipper over to the black hole and use my Milky Way pass. <laughs> she was. Did you check out the curse? You're like, did you check out the asteroid on that extraterrestrial? <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the answer is yes, 100. percent I would use my get out of Milky Way card free for sure. Oh my oh, god, man! Even if they're gonna probe you. <laughs> Dude, that that's might be the, the best point. part. That's, that's when you have to use your pass. You're like, hey, what's happening? You're walking funny. You're like, hey, I'm just letting you know. I'm getting my Milky Way pass. Um, no, I, I do wish I do wish for like space travel in the fact of um, like Star Wars and like all the cartoons and like I think Cowboy Bebop and stuff where it's like oh, multiple Cowboy Bebop, planets. greatest show ever. Not ever. greatest, uh, not greatest animated show. Greatest no, no, no. show. One of the greatest shows. Ever. I've never seen it. Oh, oh dude, you God. have to watch it. But it's, it's like that it's good. that multi. It, but Cowboy Bebop, it's that. It's like space cowboy, where you can fly from planet to planet type of thing. I just want that to be a real thing. I want to be able to like cruise around and like land my my space my spaceship. You know, in like a helicopter kind of thing. I'll trade all of that for the Jetsons automatic food maker. You know that thing where they just punch a button and the food shows up? It just materializes oh, yeah. in front of them. Especially after yeah, this quarantine. After, after all that. this after all this pandemic stuff. Just I just want to hit a button and it shows up, you know? Dude, I, after all that, I would I would lose all that just for that butler robot. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I would take that butler robot in a heartbeat. Hey. The butler robot. Yeah. If she could build stuff, if she could use a hammer, I would 100% take, I, w- I would take her. Have you guys seen that show Away on Netflix? No. It's a little bit cheesy, but uh, the whole concept is this woman, you know, has got to, she's supposed to go to Mars. She's got to like decide whether she's going to leave her family for two years or not. You think you could do that? Leave for two years, period, or leave to go to Mars? Yeah, what if you were the first person going to Mars? Could you leave your family? No. Yeah. See you later, guys. We're going to Mars. <laughs> two, I mean, it's hey, two years. I, I, this is all I would say, though. I would be like, hey, guys. No, it's actually longer than two I, years, right? For what? To go to Mars and back? No, it's like seven months now. Well, to get there. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, it's two years. Seven months wait. Yeah, it's almost two years wait. just to get there. And then you get like a month there. But he, this is what I would say. I would look at my, I would, I would look at Mel and I would look at Riggs and I would be like, hey, guys, I just want to let you know. That this trip is going to be out of this world, and I can't <laughs> say no. Oh my god! You know, I I can't say no. There's I keep, no way I keep I trying to bring it. this conversation back to parenting, but I don't even know how. We're talking about probes and naked and phone no. booths, and you know, <laughs> you know what? Sometimes you just need some time away, not talking about parenting stuff. This is this doesn't have to be serious. You want to know what what this is? It's it's cosmic 
that we are talking about stuff outside of the parenting realm. You know, JB's trying to bring it all together. He's right just now. he's just dad he's just dad joking over there nonstop. I'm I just know. Somebody needs to stop just this man. Out. He's a dad joke addict. <laughs> <laughs> He's a dad, a dad joke. Addict. I mean, the thing is, I'm looking at my computer though right now, and I'm going like, "Hey, do you know what keyboards have for dinner? A space bar." Mm. Oh my god! Nice. You know, I got yeah, my dad joke, need... but I'm going to save it. No, I it's okay. I didn't bring one. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, yeah. What do you mean? I didn't. I don't have a dad joke tonight. Oh, that's all right. It's just kind of like an astronaut's favorite chocolate. It's a, it's, a, it's a Mars bar. Oh, uh, yeah. Not not a Milky Way, huh? No, it's a Mars bar. What uh? What's an astronaut's favorite music? Ooh, what? Neptunes. Neptunes. You got it. Bingo. Oh, I guessed it. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> wow. Um, I'm I'm really impressed. I don't need a dad joke now, dude. For that, I'm gonna throw you a party. Can you help me plan it? Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, Eli's really been into E.T. lately. That's kind of, you know, fits into this conversation somehow, I guess. He was watching it tonight, actually, when I FaceTimed him. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. How Out of all the movies, how how did he end up with E.T.? Because we came... I've been trying to get him to watch old movies that I watched when I was a kid, and that one popped up on the screen. He was like, an alien. He's like, I want to watch the alien. I was like, fuck yes. And so Dude, we... Did he get freaked out at the part with, like... And by the way, anybody who hasn't seen E.T., uh, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Alert. but um, you, you, know the, you know the part when um, when he is getting all checked out when he's like starts turning white, you know? Yeah. That yeah. part, Wrigley will not watch that movie because of that part. Does he get freaked out Dude, about that Eli part? Eli was no? actually at that part tonight when I was FaceTiming them. And he, Carla was like, it breaks my heart watching him. Because he's like sits on the edge of the couch with his like face like. And he'll like look over at mom and be like, E.T.'s sick. Like at my wife, he's like, E.T.'s sick. Like he's like gets really emotional about it. And he's like. I don't want E.T. to get hurt. He's, like, very like that, you know? And so uh, my Carla's always going to be like, it's okay, baby. He's going to be okay. Just keep watching. He's going to be okay. But he, right. he loves E.T., man. He loves that little alien. Oh, that's dope. He does a lot of little... He does a lot of E.T. phone home, you know? You know what I mean? That's such a that's such a great flick. It really is. It's been so I just My favorite part's it. when he's a ghost. Oh, by the way, spoiler alert. On Halloween... <laughs> Halloween, he yeah. goes out as a ghost. It's still my favorite part of that whole movie. It's great. Dude, I mean, the fact that they get on the bikes, dude, and they're like in the air and they go yeah. like across the moon, like that is like such an iconic shot. It's the such thing a great is, flick. That movie so holds up so well, too, because I hadn't seen it in, I mean, yeah. for, like since I was a kid. And it was, I was enthralled the whole time. I was like, this is a fucking awesome movie. Do you, do you think that since your dad, like, kind of like, got you into your love of space and astronomy and stuff. And like, now that you're kind of already doing it with Eli, with like the movies that he's watching, like you think that's just going to keep getting passed down. Do you think that that's something he's going to really dig too? Yeah, I think, I hope so. I don't know. I, I think so. He, cause dude, I feel so bad. This is like one of those guilty parent moments. Um, 
I want to say like last year, it was it was longer than that, but we were down. He was far too old, let's put it that way. We were down at my mother-in-law's and we stayed up late because it was a birth it was the uh, oh, I know when it was. It was when we were doing the 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 gender reveal party for Penelope. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so everybody stayed up late because it was a party and people brought gifts and everything like that. And then we were outside after night and the stars were super bright that night and you could see him. And Eli flipped out. Like he was like, look at the stars. And we had to go get a blanket and we laid there and watched the stars for like an hour. And he was enthralled by them. And he cool. already, anytime he sees the moon, he gets super excited. So he's already into the sky. So I feel like maybe it's in our DNA or something. We're just like, you know, the sky is, we're very drawn to the sky in our family. Honestly, the only That's time cool. after my dad died, I got kind of emotional was when I was in, um, uh, up near Morro Bay in Montana, Montana de Oro state park, yeah. you know, yeah, it's up, beautiful there. up there, it's so beautiful. And I was up there one night and I was on that little beach and there was not a person around as far as you could see. And the sky, the stars were so insanely bright. And I was like, kind of had a little, like, you're up there, buddy. No, you're well, there. I mean, that goes kind of back to what we were talking about, though, too, with, um, you know, we were talking about living on the moon. It's like, oh, once you get there, there's no bodega, no a moon cheese sandwich, you know, bagel or whatever. And, you know, all that. But then you got to do you got to think that it would be so alien and that my finger quotes go up. It would be so alien to, like, just be able to be able to see that for a little bit. You know, how long is enough time to see that, though? I think you see it once and I'm good. <laughs> no, I mean, like, how, how long are you there? Yeah. Is it like the Grand Canyon? Like, I think I, I would consider this like the Grand Canyon. There's some <laughs> okay, people so you're, they, you're there they for like 20 minutes, like, 30 minutes. I've seen it. Yeah. yeah. Seen it. Speaking cool. of Clark Griswold, the same thing. You know, like when he comes up and he rubs the store and he's getting his arm around him and they're looking <laughs> right. at him and then they, t- they take off. Like, that's how it would feel to me. You know, like, I, I, it doesn't like strike anything in me that I want to go do. Like, I don't want to go to Mars. What kind of food are you going to eat there? It takes seven months to get there. How, like, how good is your food going to be when you get there? Right. It's not, it's all dehydrated. It's gross, Eric. I'm just yeah. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. I want to be fucking sipping cocktails, dude, and eating, you know, eating ceviche. I don't want to be fucking yeah. eating like, <laughs> I'll take my, you know. yeah, I'll take my trip to Tulum, Mexico. Did you guys ever do, yeah, did yeah. you guys ever do uh space camp when you were kids? No, are you kidding no. me? It was a it Nerd. was a fight to get my parents to get me to play cl- uh, rec soccer. I did. Space no camp. way it was awesome. in hell that they were ever going to put. Did you do space camp? I Mitch? did. I did space camp. At, you, of course, at, you did. At like at and uh, and that's why you saw a UFO because you went to space camp. Mm. Mm. Is that one of those things that you're just like if you're open to it, it happens to you? <laughs> uh, I was just you so know. So how was it? So how was space camp? It was how fucking was it? awesome. It was like. You know, I was a kid, so I only have like certain memories of it. But I remember one lady poured water into a glass and it continued to rise and didn't fall out of the glass. That was crazy. I don't know how she did that. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, David Copperfield could do something like that, probably. David, too. Blaine, uh, David Blainfield. David, David, David Copper Blainfield. Blainfield. Oh my would, God, I forgot David about Copper David Blainfield would crush that. Um, but also, David we got to go. It was at, it was at like Huntington. Huntsville, Alabama, at like where like NASA actually has shit. And so we got to right. go inside of like, we got to see like lunar, like all of the spacecraft and stuff. And you got to go inside and see what it was like inside there. We all got super cool blue NASA jumpsuits that zipped up, you know, not halfway That's all so. the way, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, we got to eat space food. 
which was pretty cool. In 2019, I got to, I was working, and I got to go to SpaceX, and I got to see, I think it's the Dragon, the one they just sent up, mm-hmm. like, not yeah, that long yeah. ago. And I got to see it being built, and I saw the they have another one there that I got to go inside, and I got to meet both the astronauts that pilot that thing up That's there, awesome. too. That's awesome. I'm not even sure if we can if I could say that because of what I worked on, but whatever, it's there. But. I got to go out to, to um, Florida and, and shoot a rocket launch out there. And the thing oh, that, that's that, right. That, I forgot that you did that. Out, that's so yeah, cool. The thing that trips me out about it though, and like everyone talks about though, you know how like all of our technology is just getting smaller and smaller and smaller. So when you see this rocket go off now, you're just like, it goes like almost like a bottle rocket. And you're like, oh, that's it. <laughs> they were like the old rockets used to be yeah, so huge, huge you could see them all the way. One of SpaceX rockets and blew it's so up funny. today. Right? Now they're just like, Zing! oh, did it blow up today? Yeah, one of SpaceX blew up either today or yesterday. But when anyone, when someone no one asked, was in it, e- right? no one was in it. When someone asked Elon okay, about yeah. it, he goes, "Yeah, they're supposed to blow it, blow up. We're just testing them." I mean, he goes, "They're not supposed to blow up, but you know, it's like we expect them to blow up." He's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. "I don't care, whatever." Yeah, uh, I mean, he's a nerd. He sent one of his cars. He sent his personal car into space. So you know. Yeah, exactly. Up. <laughs> With the best part though was the fact that he had the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy in the glove box, which yeah. is still the coolest thing. And also, whole, and it had the thing, it had the the sign on the dashboard of the car that said "Don't panic." <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> I love it. Oh, did it really? Yeah. There's still pictures the of it online. Ever. It doesn't even so look real. So long, and thanks for all the fish. Um, yeah, I think I, I'm definitely oh. going to try to get Eli into space stuff, though. I think I'm going to have to start taking him camping a lot so he can see, like, the, I feel like it's hard for anyone not to be interested in space. If you've ever been out somewhere so dark that you can really see, like, what the fuck the universe looks like. When you right. see that, it blows your mind, man. How are you not just enthralled? I can lay on my back and watch the stars if I'm out in the middle of nowhere. I could do that all night long. Yeah, I could, too. I mean, it is. It is. It's a beautiful thing. It's a wonderful thing, you know. God's green creation. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. That was a really good insight. Hey, thanks, guys. I'm I'm pulling deep down here. That was really good input. Here. Yeah. That was- <laughs> Dude, we'll I call think, you after we re-record the next episode, yeah, JB. This yeah. is this is gonna end up being nothing but outtakes for other episodes. <laughs> it's like now. Yeah, yeah, it's like an sure. hour of funny. outtakes. I think this is good. Well, let's wrap it up then. We haven't said uh, anything. I mean, what have we have we said anything of actual content? We had a great conversation about it. <laughs> no, I, I, th- I thought this was fun. I, I thought this was way better than I thought it was actually going to be because I didn't. This might I didn't be our best episode yet. <laughs> well, you I wouldn't say I mean? that, but it's still pretty funny. It was nice. It's nice what? to not talk about anything serious every once in a while. Why does it always have to be all about parenting? Kids suck. Mars is cool. You know, is it cool? I just wanted to. I was found out about this thing about space and there was this alien that talked to this uh, gardener mm-hmm. and he was like, Hey, take me to your weeder. And I was like, Oh, okay. That's cool. <laughs> oh that is so bad. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Um, a, a, a joke like that kind of makes my day, but you know what really makes my day? What's that? What's that? that? The rotation of the earth. Oh my lord! <laughs> get it? I thought Christ. you were gonna go. I thought you were gonna go to the sponsor. Oh yeah, I mean, we probably should get a word in. We yeah, probably. It is no, I mean, I literally yeah. thought that you said, you know, what makes my day, and I was like, ooh, <laughs> what? I was so excited. Let's uh, let's let's tell everybody about our sponsor. 
So our numbers have been really growing and we're getting a lot more listeners now. And because of that, we're getting some bigger companies wanting to sponsor the show. Last episode, we had a huge male grooming sponsor. And this week, I'm very excited to announce that we have a self-care and hygiene company helping us bring this episode to the listeners. Now, if you follow any other podcasts, like I'm sure we all do, then you've heard ads for the competition. And I won't say any particular names, but it rhymes with pushy. But don't worry, that's not who I want to talk about. Because I'm really proud to represent this company, as I believe it is truly a game changer, and even a step above the other brands out there. I'm talking about the Yanus, of course. God, I love this thing, and I'll tell you why. The other rectal hygiene companies like to say in all their ads that you wouldn't clean your body with a piece of dry toilet paper. So why would you do that with your bum? And that is a valid point. But honestly, would you take a shower and simply rinse off for a few seconds, then get out and call it a job well done? You wouldn't do that either. If you really wanted to get yourself squeaky clean, you would use soap, water, and either a loof or a rag, really give yourself a good scrub then follow it with a nice rinse. And that is why you want the Yanus. Their patented system is made using recycled electric toothbrushes and antique erector sets just like the ones you grew up playing with. The Yanus's arm goes beyond the simple rinse and really gets up there for a good washing. Easily install the Yanus under your existing toilet seat and move the metallic arm into position. Then the brush bristles will do the rest. Vibrate and spin, getting that pesky poo from every crack and crevice. Then simply flush the toilet and the Yanus's arm will dip down, scooping up some fresh water and splashing it to wash away any particles the brush has scrubbed free. It's a genius system and by far the most advanced of any product out there. Now I'm sure there are many podcasts that represent all kinds of companies without ever actually using the product. But I'm a clean freak, and I want you to know I would never recommend something I don't actually use, especially when it comes to booty hygiene. I have one of these bad boys at home, and I use it every day, promptly at 8.30 a.m., thanks to my nightly cup of psyllium husk and my morning cup of joe. So please, I'm telling you from personal experience, don't settle for pushy. Don't settle for a simple rinse. Get that bottom sparkling clean, ladies and gents. Get the yanus and put the yay back in that A. Now back to the pod. I do have to say, though, with all of this, though, that um, Saturn probably is my favorite name for any planet. It has a, it has a good ring to it. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Well, yeah. What did we learn today, guys? Oh, man. I learned that JB would have sex with an alien. <laughs> Get Don't out of my Milky my Way wife. free pass. <laughs> Milky Way free pass. <laughs> uh, I have to say that um, I learned that you could use erector sets and uh, recycled uh, vibrating toothbrushes to just... Clean you clean more you, than clean you ever BH. been before. So the thing you learned wasn't even from the episode. It was from the ad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. From our sponsor. You know? I learned that you two hobos don't give a damn about space, apparently. And you think that I'm a Looney Tune for seeing a UFO. Well, I, I know that you're a Looney Tune. I, don't, I knew that before you saw a UFO. Before they knew that you saw a UFO, I guess. But um, JB, he, he likes space. I just don't want to go to space. I think it's interesting. I just don't want to go there. I don't want to go to space either. What? I'm in a zombie apocalypse. This is the thing I realized. How are you going to bang an alien Mitchell if you don't go to space, going to <laughs> Mitchell's going to fucking lock up. Mitch is waiting for doomsday to go to Mars. But if it's a zombie <laughs> apocalypse, he's fighting till the end of his day. That's what I yeah. learned. Yep. In a cloth. Like Tom no, Hanks actually, from Gastaway. 
actually, I was thinking about it the other day. As much as I love space and stars and all of that stuff, I, I wouldn't go. I like, I just don't want to go. I mean, I would love. Uh, this is this is what I would do. When SpaceX and all these companies have the ability to fly you, and and Virgin Galactic, their space program or whatever, has the ability to fly you up just the atmosphere to see like cool shit, you know, and then you come back down, and it's what relatively reasonably priced. I would do that. But I'm not just trying, go up and come back. Yeah, I'm not trying to get in some ship and fucking you know. I'm just I'm gonna try to make it in a weather balloon and 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 and, and roll the dice, dude. I get you know what I mean. I think it's gonna be stupid. I get claustrophobic yeah, sitting yeah. in an airplane. How the fuck would I be in a yeah. spaceship for weeks on end? Hey, yeah. at least the positive side is that the um, spacesuits look way cooler now. They do look pretty cool. Yeah, at least you would look pretty, pretty. Pretty they they look kind of like they things. do like, they look kind of like Daft Punk suits. R.I.P. Daft Punk. Yeah. Hey, by the way, R.I.P. Daft Punk. Love those guys. What do you, th- what do you think the flight attendants like <laughs> wear on a <laughs> flight to Mars? Could you imagine you got your thing on? You're like, I'll take a I'll take a Johnny Walker black, please. And you just dude, they're holograms on the what, outside here. What happens if you make Whoopi on that thing? <laughs> is it's not the Mile High Club? It's like the the Lightyear Club, and how many light years it is, <laughs> right? Well, uh, yeah, and then when you when you climax, you say to infinity and beyond. <laughs> <laughs> That's all there is to it. Anyway, uh, will well, anybody who's still, no yeah, That's when you can't get it. Our, uh, good. Our, uh, if uh, hopefully three out of our five listeners are st- made it this far. Oh, and, so uh, if you made it this far, to... I, you know who I feel bad for. I feel bad for Nakota. He's gonna have a. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't Nicola, feel bad. This He'll is probably where you play but... us out to is there life on Mars? <laughs> yeah, seriously. We don't have the rights to life on Mars, but I do uh we do have the rights to this one. I woke up in the morning with the lake on my mind, hooked up my boat, oh, no. I was feeling <laughs> fine. <laughs> Hopped in my hey, pickup, instead, I was on, ready Mitch, to Mitch, go. Mitch, I'm gonna cut you off. <laughs> the pop up by the way, for anybody who doesn't know, Mitch is trying to write country songs right now. Instead of saying boat, can you just say spaceship? Just to tie into this episode, Mitch. And if you're talking about trucks, just say I your ship. I woke up in the morning yeah. with space on my mind. Tied up my ship, I was feeling fine. <laughs> Hopped in my spaceship, I was ready to go. The possum was playing on the radio. But then I remembered something I forgot. I thought it was a weekend, but apparently was not. <laughs> I knew I had oh, a God. choice okay. to make. Goodbye, everybody. Better head to We're space sorry. or I was going to be late. So one more beer. <laughs> One more shot. I don't really care if you like it or not. It's already been a hell of a week. I guess I'll go to the moon. Excuse me. All Monday's gonna have to wait. And Tuesday, it'll be a couple well, days. Wednesday, gonna keep going. You walk Thank you so away. much. I know and this is a nonsense episode, but be too late. sometimes so that's just Friday, let him go. Just let him go. Right. We'll just, we'll just the see you guys the trip. Uh, day soon. is born. Bye. Saturday, it'll do just fine. Let's get the whole week. It's just about time. Well, you lovely listeners, we hope you had such a good time and as much fun as we did. Once again, we want to say thank you to our producer and editor, Nakota Rankin. Our cover photo was taken by Colleen Marcelino. Cover art and logo was graphic designed by Chase Clements. Our theme song was written and composed by Dan Robopop Emilio. 
If you have any questions or comments or topics you'd like us to discuss on the show, feel free to email us at abracadadbod at gmail.com. Also, if you want to hit us up on social media, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And also, don't forget to check out our website at abracadadbod.com. We know you're busy. We know there's a ton of podcasts out there, but we want to say thank you so much for spending your time with us. We know how hard it is to make that time, but we love you all so, so much, and we seriously cannot do this without you. So tell your friends, tell a neighbor, tell anybody who you think will listen to us and uh, is okay with a couple of swear words, because if you do, it helps us out. So we love you lots, and it's been a trip. So until next time, thank you for tuning in to Abracadabod. Friday, we can fast forward, because the night, it's great, but the day is born. Saturday, it'll be just fine. Let's skip the whole week. It's just about time. You know our numbers have really been growing lately, listener-wise, and uh, because oh, really? of that, we're starting to get uh, we're starting to get some bigger name companies wanting to sponsor our awesome. show. You know, oh man! Last episode we had a huge male grooming sponsor, and this week I'm very excited to announce that we have a self care and hygiene company helping us bring this episode to the listeners. Oh, nice. We all know yeah. that I need that. Yeah, sure. Yep. Now. We all listen to other podcasts, and I'm sure anyone who's listening to this listens to other podcasts that are better than ours, and I'm sure that everyone has heard the advertisements for the competition. I don't want to say any names, but it rhymes with pushy. You guys know who I'm talking about? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but don't worry, because that's not who I want to talk about, because I'm really proud to represent this company, as I believe it's truly a game changer and a step above the other brands out there. I'm talking about the Yanus. God, <laughs> I love this thing. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> the other rectal hygiene companies. <laughs> the other rectal hygiene companies. Like this. <laughs> the other. <laughs> the other rectal hygiene companies like to say in all their ads that you wouldn't clean your body with a piece of dry toilet paper, right? So why would you no. do that to your bum? And that is a valid point. But honestly, would you take a shower and simply rinse off for a few seconds, then get out and call it a job well done? Yeah, you wouldn't do that either. If you really want to get yourself squeaky clean, you want to use soap, water, loofah, or a rag to get yourself a good scrub followed by a nice rinse. Let me have a good loofah. <laughs> and that is why you want the Yanus. Their patented system <laughs> is made using recycled electric toothbrushes and antique oh. erector sets just like the ones you grew up playing with. The Yanus's arm goes beyond that simple rinse and really gets up there for a good washing. Easily install the Yanus under your existing toilet seat and move the metallic arm into position. The brush bristles will do the rest, vibrate and spin, getting that pesky poo from every crack and crevice. Then simply flush the toilet and the Yanus's arm will dip down, scooping up some of the fresh water and splashing it up to wash away any particles the brush has scrubbed free. It's a genius system and by far the most advanced of any product out there. Now, I'm sure there are many podcasts that represent all kinds of companies without ever actually using the product, but I'm a clean freak, and I want you to know I would never recommend something I don't actually personally use or support, <laughs> especially when it comes to booty hygiene. I have one of those bad boys at home. 
<laughs> I have one of those bad boys at home and I use it every day. Promptly at 8.30 a.m. Thanks to my nightly <laughs> cup of psyllium husk and my morning cup of joe. So please, I'm telling you from personal experience here, don't settle for pushy. Don't settle for a simple rinse. Get that bottom sparkling clean, ladies and gents. Get the yayness and put the yay back in that egg. <laughs> Where the fuck did you come up with that? 